true son in the Lord in 1 Timothy chapter 2. And so this morning, this message applies to spiritual fathers as well. How does Paul begin to encourage him here? Verse 6 says, To fan into flame the gift of God, Timothy. As his spiritual father, the, the apostle Paul reminds Timothy of his spiritual heritage and the implanted seed of the Holy Spirit alive in him. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-control. And Timothy had every reason to be encouraged and strengthened in his faith. Paul loved him and prayed for him. And so as fathers, as spiritual fathers, we also must strive to be encouragers and men of prayer for our children. It doesn't take long, right, before parents can see the characteristics God has given to our children, whether they be more strong-willed or passive, begin to pray specific prayers for them from a young age. Pray that they will have a spirit, not of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-control. Lead and nurture them in their own relationship with Christ and help them understand that salvation is a gift from God and let them see God's spirit alive in us as fathers and use the spiritual gifts that he's given to us as fathers. The Apostle Paul recounted the gospel to Timothy. Don't be ashamed of the gospel about our Lord, Timothy. God has saved us and has called us to a holy calling, not because of works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Parents, we must guard our children from the influences of this world for as long as we can. Fathers, we must imagine ourselves as, as modern-day shepherds guarding the flock, your children. And if you are at the teenage stage of fatherhood, you know how critical these years are, right? Of keeping the dialogue open with our teens. And it's a balancing act at the best of times. Paul continued his letter to Timothy with another reminder. Flee youthful passions. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the name of the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know they breed quarrels. Hmm. Fathers, do you know who our children have as friends? Do we know what online presence our sons or daughters have on social media? And if you have a good relationship with your children, you trust them. But as shepherds, always be on the lookout for the wolves that can infiltrate and poison our children's hearts and minds. In the teen class a few weeks ago, I have a couple of teens here now and they can attest to this, we learned about our bodies being temples of the Holy Spirit. And as followers of Christ, His Holy Spirit dwells within us. And we were bought with a great price. The shed blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. You're with me? Please. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. So glorify God in your body, teens. Save yourselves for marriage, and stay virgins until your marriage, until your wedding day, one day, God willing. Fathers, be peacemakers 
in our words and actions. Let's lead family devotions around the dinner table, even for just a few moments. Impart simple truths from God's word from an early age. Take time before your children go to bed to read a Bible story with them and pray with them. I, I don't want to take for granted that you're already doing this, but please, if you're not, do it from an, a young age. You don't know the powerful benefit this will have in their lives as they grow older. Let your children, let our children see that we love God and that Jesus is reflected in our love for our spouse. Paul gives Timothy very practical counsel regarding controversies. Have nothing to do with them. We tell our children, mind your own business. <laughs> Don't go looking for trouble. And my mother would say, come straight home after school. <laughs> Number two, discipline with grace and love. Fathers, I don't know what each of your upbringings were like. Culturally, relationships with dads vary around the world. And I could speak from my own background. The most time I spent with my father was growing, when I was growing up was working with him. My brother and I would pass our Saturdays and Sunday months working with my dad, who was a tile setter in the construction industry for many years. And he taught us how to work and be thankful for the work that God has given us to do. He wasn't a big talker, for those of you that know him, but he taught through his actions, patience, kindness, integrity, and being slow to anger were just some of his character traits. I'm more quicker to anger like my mom. So <laughs> that was always a trait I wish I had with my father. But anyway, growing up in an Italian home, my father didn't demonstrate much outward affection or say, I love you, but I know he did. And I do remember him saying, I love you, about a year ago at the age of 94, as he was lying in palliative care, thanking me for being there with him. And I'll never forget that moment. Fathers, tell your children that you love them today. And if your dad wasn't a good example, you have an opportunity to improve your own relationship with your children. We don't have to repeat the same mistakes from past generations. The Apostle Paul reminded Timothy, he also reminded him that the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone. And godliness, he says, in the last days will be more difficult to find, even amongst Christian circles. Be a man of God and stand for godliness. Amen? Amen. The days are here, brothers and sisters, and we're witnessing it with our own eyes. The Apostle Paul warned Timothy back in, the, in his book, in this letter. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, it says that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. The Apostle Paul didn't mince his words, did he? As I was preparing for this message, I read a a recent news article that saddened me just last week. 
The Montreal police had recently arrested 12 people, including nine minors, in relation to gang activity and bullying in two area high schools. Police seized a firearm, ammunition, knives, and other weapons, and the teens were just between 14 and 19 years of age, and they were charged with extortion, harassment, and intimidation of a student. And you gotta wonder what kind of relationship they had with, and have with their fathers, if, if any at all. You know, during the pandemic, some of you may remember a youth Sunday, we had Asmik Jean-Jacques that came to speak to us for a youth Sunday service. And I mention him here because his own father walked out on him and his family when he was just six years old which led him to make bad decisions in his teen and young adult life. But by the grace of God, while incarcerated in prison, Asmik made peace with God and is now a father and spiritual father to many young boys and girls at the LaCord Youth Center on the West Island. I'm so thankful for, for Dave and organizations like Youth for Christ that I'm sure many wish they had a relationship with their father. Paul warned Timothy that in the last days, children would be disobedient to their parents. Fathers, we must discipline our children in love from a young age. We can't pass it all off for moms to do. And the book of Proverbs has much to say about discipline. Proverbs 29, verse 17, I love this verse. It says, discipline your children and they will give you peace. They will bring you the delights you desire. That might be years later, but <laughs> it starts when they're young to discipline them. The biblical concept of discipline has both a positive side of instruction, right, knowledge and training that we pass on to our children, and a negative aspect of correction, punishment, and reproof. But it can't all be negative. Fathers, we have to balance it out. The epistles of Ephesians and Colossians both speak about fathers' roles when it comes to discipline and instruction, done in a spirit of grace and not as overbearing tyrants. If discipline is handled correctly and timely, we will avoid having children who become, by God's grace, angry, bitter, and discouraged adults. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And Colossians chapter 3, verse 21 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Hebrews chapter 12. We read about the discipline that we receive from our Heavenly Father as well. And in it it says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we much 
more not be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good that we may share his holiness. For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And Warren Wearsby, for those of you that know him, he says in his commentary of these verses the following, and I quote, Why do good earthly fathers correct their kids? So that their offspring might show them reverence and respect and obey, them, and obey what they command. This is why the Heavenly Father corrects us. He wants us to reverence him and obey his will. A child who does not learn subjection to authority will never become a useful, mature adult, end quote. Something to think about. Fathers, we have an awesome opportunity and responsibility to, to lead, train, and impart knowledge to our children. But I'm thankful for the author of the Hebrews. He mentions that, fathers, we, we disciplined for a short time as it seemed best for them. And it's like saying we did the best that we could with the understanding that we were given. And some do better than others, but today we honor our fathers despite our shortcomings. And I'm thankful for our Heavenly Father, whose discipline is perfect and timely. And lastly, fight the good fight of faith. In his last area of encouragement for young Timothy, Paul tells him to be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Do it courageously, Timothy. And we know from Scripture that, that Timothy, as a young man, he experienced fear and nervousness. And as a young disciple, he needed to be strengthened by Paul's words. Don't quit. Don't give up, Timothy. Endure and persevere. And when our children become teens and young adults, we're more like coaches, right? Reminding our children, don't throw in the towel. Finish that degree you started. Stand for truth. Shine your light for Christ in dark places. Paul also warned Timothy that false teachers will infiltrate the church. Fight the good fight of faith, Timothy. We must, brothers and sisters, anchor ourselves in sound doctrine so we can lead as fathers effectively. Our children watch us in our moments of crisis to see how we will react in our tests and trials. And I agree, sometimes as helicopter parents, right, we can shelter our children from any negative news so as not to upset them. And at a certain age, I can agree with that. But eventually, we need to prepare our children for difficulties in life. It's not all unicorns and butterflies, as my wife Cynthia would say. They need to fall and fail and learn to get back up on their own feet. They need to see how by faith we manage crisis with God at the center so that they can learn from it and be ready to deal with their own moments of difficulty. The Apostle Paul also used the metaphor of an athlete that trains and runs in a race. Sometimes parenthood can feel like a race, right? And before you know it, your children are out the door and, and that's it. 
But here Paul is telling Timothy, my time here on earth is drawing to a close, Timothy. He's communicating a difficult message to him, but one that has words of everlasting hope in it. I have fought the good fight, Timothy. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. In the end, our goal as fathers is to lead, provide, love, and be examples to our children that point to Christ. Remember Jesus, risen from the dead. Paul said that to Timothy. Ultimately, our eyes are fixed on him, the author and perfecter of our faith. He remains faithful to us, and we, as fathers, we mess up and we regret the decisions that we make at times or, or the words that we speak to our, our spouse or our children. Forgive us. Now, could you imagine the impact this letter must have had on young Timothy as he's reading it? We know from history that eventually Timothy became the first bishop of Ephesus, and we could only imagine the lives that he would have impacted of future generations because of the influence of his spiritual father, the Apostle Paul. Fathers and spiritual fathers, we have a huge part to play as parents and guardians to be servant leaders. The spiritual seeds of faith that we plant in our children's hearts and minds with patience and nurturing like a gardener does with his tomatoes, <laughs> right? They will grow one day into godly men and women who want to serve the body of Christ. Amen? Amen, thank you. Be patient with that young, impressionable son or daughter who look to you for guidance, love, and encouragement. Who knows how God will use them one day. Amen. We don't know, right? In conclusion, I have this question on the screen for us. What legacy do I want to leave? Today's Father's Day. We saw the precious young children come and, and remind us. And so what are we doing today to honor our fathers? Fathers, what are you expecting? And if you're older and your father is still alive, make sure to speak to him today. Fathers, use today as a day to extend that olive branch of peace to your wayward son or daughter, if that is what is needed. Perhaps your father has missed the mark and failed you. Pray for him. Make peace with him in your heart today and forgive him by God's grace. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart today, don't let this moment go by if you need to make things right as well with our Heavenly Father. So this morning, I pray that you've been encouraged the second letter of Timothy is so powerful. When you have a moment today or during the week, read it. Read it. We have so many ways today to communicate to our children. Right? My wife and I, we have a group chat with our boys. And we just want to make sure what's going on. You know, we keep, we keep the lines of communication open that way. 
Paul had a letter that he wrote to a young man that left an impression on him for the other for the rest of his life. Paul said, "Be imitators of me as I am of Christ." Ultimately, our desire is to be more like Christ. So let's stand and let's close in prayer. Fathers, today we have an an a huge responsibility. The world has diminished the importance of fatherhood. And today, other people could be fathers. But today I'm speaking to men, spiritual fathers, that you have an opportunity to make a difference in your children's lives. And so I just want to pray for you now and the day that you'll spend with your, your families. I pray they would be blessed ones. And we would just remember these few words today of what Paul did to encourage his spiritual son in the faith. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word that's so clear. We thank you, Father, for the Apostle Paul, Lord, who, who penned this letter from jail as he was waiting to die. And God, we have this opportunity now, thousands of years later, to read this precious letter God of a father, of a spiritual father to his spiritual child in the faith. Oh God, as Timothy must have read that with tears in his eyes. Thankful God for a man like the Apostle Paul. But ultimately because of Christ who came on this earth. He died for our sins once and for all. Lord, that we may have life and, have it etern and be eternally in his presence one day. So, God, I pray for our fathers here, our spiritual fathers, men that are mentoring children in organizations like Youth for Christ. God, I thank you for this organization. I thank you for our fathers here. Thank you for our fathers that have these precious children in their arms that they're holding even now. And, God, the seeds of faith that they plant in their hearts and minds from this day, God, they would be... Looking to you, Lord, as we said before, the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus Christ. Lord, help us as fathers to be more and more like him. Oh God, we fail in so many ways. Forgive us even now. God, with the relationships that we have with our spouses. God, that they would be strengthened. Lord, that as fathers we would be leaders, God, and a servant with a servant's heart. We would do it as Christ loved the church. And so, God, we thank you for this day. Go with us now, even as we go and spend time with our families. Lord, those that had difficult relationships with their, fa their fathers, Father, I pray that you would comfort them. Your Holy Spirit, Lord, would bring peace in their hearts and they would be able to have peace with their father if he's still alive. And if not, I pray that they would your Holy Spirit would help repair broken hearts this morning. And so, Father, we just thank you once again for this day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And so, God, we commit the rest of it in your hands in this week.